Welcome. You've joined the Topless Travel Show with Carolyn David, bringing you to some of the sexiest and most erotic events and vacation places around the world. Our show is here to help you open your mind, explore your options, and push your boundaries so you too can achieve better, better love, better sex, and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is the Topless Travel Show, and we are your hosts, Carol and David. Hey everyone, welcome to the Topless Travel Show, where we bring the travel culture and two sexy, open-minded couples so they can explore all the possibilities, and I mean all the possibilities, while on vacation, and especially right here on the Bliss Cruise, from the erotic playrooms to the daily meet and greets, pool parties, workshops, play shops, and a whole lot more. Whether you travel to relax or party hard, to build relationships or make new friends, or simply hang with compatible people in a non-judgmental location, we've got the stories for you to get fantasizing about starting your next adventure right now. And the Topless Travel Show is all about pushing boundaries. And as usual, we'll be talking about sex, sexuality, sexual health and relationships, and all the fun ways to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny. You know, I'm horny today, hon. I know, but you're horny every day, honey. I am. Yes. Do you have a problem with that? No. All right. Beautiful. <laughs> so, for something a little different on today's Topless Travel Show, coming to you from the Bliss Cruise, where we recorded two separate interviews with some of the onboard entertainers, the King of Queens and Savannah Jack. Both of these groups performed to jam-packed audiences of open-minded couples, and it was very interesting to hear what they had to say about the Bliss Cruise and all the sexy guests on board. We hope you enjoy these two interviews as much as we did. So, do you consider yourself open-minded enough to mingle with a swinger group without judgment? Perhaps you're just curious about the lifestyle and want to watch vicariously from afar. On today's show, we're going to chat with um, a popular Queen cover band who performed on the Bliss Cruise to a standing room only crowd and crushed it, but then got to experience the Bliss Cruise at its most decadent for the rest of the week. Absolutely, but before we get bringing them on, we're going to tell you about our top waterproof blanket because nobody wants to sweat, sleep in that wet spot and squirt is hot until it's not. So if you're fed up with having to sleep, in that wet spot or having to change your sheets every time you have sex, you need one of our top waterproof blankets. It's 100% waterproof and leak-proof and it guarantees to keep your bed and mattress dry no matter how wet it gets. From messy massage oils and silicone lubes to all sorts of sexy wetness, just throw it in the washer and dryer and it comes out looking like brand new. And you don't have to leave your house to get one. Simply and safely buy it on Amazon. Search top waterproof blanket. That's T-O-P waterproof blanket and order yours today. Great sex starts now. It sure does. Or, alrighty, enough with that. Let's get on with the show. You know we're Carolyn David. This is the Topless Travel Show, and we have an uber awesome special guest for you today. The Kings of Queen are the nation's top queen tribute band from Southern California, and they performed on the Bliss Cruise right here for us two nights ago. And since then, they've been enjoying all some sexy fun, maybe just the atmosphere, but we're going to find out more on the Bliss Cruise since you performed for the rest of the week. Absolutely. So welcome to our show. Um, we know it's the first time you've been on uh, any type of cruise like this. So uh, tell us who you are. My name is uh, Emo Aladdin. I am the Freddie Mercury of the band. And so lead singer, and uh, I'm also 
the main booking guy as well. Cool, and he looks like Freddie Mercury. I'm accompanied by my beautiful bride. We got married in March, Melissa. She's our tour manager, uh, but she's also a financial planner, actually one of the best financial planners in California. So who would have thought a musician and a financial planner finding each other? Absolutely. So uh, I guess we want to start with why did you put the band together and how long have you been together? Melissa, why don't you answer this one? Because it was actually through Melissa that the that the spark uh, was made. Well, I mean, first off, he has a beautiful voice. So the band's only been around for about... Just a voice? Doesn't he have something else that's beautiful, beautiful on him? everything. Okay, all right. <laughs> we saw his package on stage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah with his costume on. Yeah. <laughs> Let's note. So it was... Uh, Basically, his voice is, he doesn't need a microphone. If he just sings, it, it comes out. So everybody around knows what a beautiful voice he has. So one day a friend of mine just said, hey, my daughter's having a bat mitzvah. Can he sing a queen song? So he did, not knowing it, but he has another, his original music, Aladdin. And he has a specific way he dances. So he was doing queen with Aladdin moves. So then um, he did that, and then he got hired by Fiverr to sing an entire album. And he finally asked them, why am I singing this album? And they said, because we are putting together a tribute band on the East Coast, and they're going to lip sync to your music. So then he's like, huh, maybe I should just do this. I know all these songs already because I had to sing all of them. And that's when he decided to put the tribute band together and then you changed your look I think you said right I had to change so I had to cut my curls I had shoulder length uh, curly hair Um, I'm an Arab so most of us have that have those curls naturally I had a beard so I had to change the look but really the biggest transformation was when I was hired to do that Fiverr which is a basically it's when people hire you to sing on certain projects I had to relearn um, vocals in a way because my style of singing is more operatic and full. Freddie's is more gritty and it's got like this character to it that's so unique. So I had to retrain myself and um, we did about 14 Queen songs. So there's a tribute band on the East Coast that is lip syncing to my voice. So we're actually competing with wow. my voice with another band. I guess wow. that's um, an accolade to you and your <laughs> ability to sound so much like Queen and we were sitting at the show and I, I leaned over to Carol and we went to see Queen in concert with Adam Lambert oh yeah, yeah a few years ago when they just first started um, which, touring which was incredible because they actually did some of the video and audio where Adam sang with Freddie Mercury wow they had blended it all together it was, it was an incredible show yeah and we're sitting there and I told Carol close your eyes and listen to Emo sing, and it was like almost being in the same concert. You are so, so good. Oh, thank you. Thank you, David. It's it's It takes a lot of work to sound like someone because, of course, you know, when you, like, I know Melissa's voice, you know, I mean, I could pick it out of 100 people. I know it's Melissa. So to change your voice was probably the biggest challenge. Um, and how did you actually do that? Just by listening over and over and repeating, and then you heard yourself next to Freddie Mercury, and you tried to tweak, tweak, tweak? Exactly. Wow. So well, the way I asked you the question, you said, thank goodness for you. YouTube. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Thanks to YouTube. It was a lot of, like you said, recording and then playing back, listening to it. And when when you're hired to do a project, you really want to do your best. So I could have just sang, you know, just sang my own style, but I really wanted to sound just like Freddie. Um, so it took some time, but 
the next part was figuring out the moves. I was going to say, those moves were dead on. Those were so <laughs> great. That is where YouTube really came in yeah. because fortunately there's a lot of live footage of Queen yeah. and him in his costumes. I got to see which costumes he wore, which is another thing too, was getting costumes that were pretty much dead on with what yeah. he wore. Back yeah. In, yeah. So how did you feel standing on stage the first time with your dick? Just hanging out there. I mean, Carol's saying, whoa, he's got a nice package. Okay, no, no. We're under the costume, under though, right? Under the costume. <laughs> yeah, I want people to think me. you were naked up there because that wasn't the you case. Know, I am quite, na quite naive. Um, so when we hired our seamstress to design that, uh, that costume, I was not aware how revealing it was. <laughs> I was more concerned, oh, this looks like, you know, Freddie's costume. And so... Uh, we did a sold-out show at Paula Casino in Southern California, and we love to hang out with people afterwards and say thank you and say hi and give hugs. And one family, would, they just said, you know, we were just staring at your, you know what, for 20 minutes straight. And that was because I was just thinking, well, were you listening to any of it? <laughs> but it's, you know, people people get to enjoy, I guess, various aspects of so the Melissa, show. So, you've, Melissa, you've gotten to see him naked, obviously. You have three kids and, and you know. <laughs> You had to have done it three times. What did you feel feel like the first time you saw him on stage in these costumes and saying, hey, that's the only thing that I get to see, and now it's just hanging out there on stage? Well, actually, the, the first time he was, it wasn't, he, he also does a, a Who tribute. Oh. I mean, his, obviously, this is his main gig, but the Who tribute, he's pretty sexy in that one. I mean, Freddie Mercury, too, but it's a totally different vibe. So it was my birthday dinner. And my friends all came out, and they're this. like, what in the world is that? <laughs> in a good way, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, like, so we, can't look at, we can't look at his face. His face. No, no, no. <laughs> so let's get back to your voice. <laughs> so you've been a singer for many years? Yes, yes. And how do you train yourself to, you said you, you had to learn how to sing like Freddie Mercury. I know, is it the ear to mouth to vocal cords like what do you do a lot of it is uh training so i did work with a voice coach uh every day it was a year-long commitment i was very dedicated to learning the process of and the discipline of controlling your voice because it's one thing i could sound like freddie for maybe one song but training comes into play to be able to do an hour and a half right. worth of Freddie and we just got off of our Tennessee tour we did seven shows in nine days so I only had two days off and it was and each show was 90 minutes long so a lot of it is um, rest a lot of it is understanding your vocals because at the end of the day it's the only instrument that you cannot see so you really have to visualize it uh, but when once you do once you lock it in because yes kind of like you said is it hearing is it is it your voice is it the chords I think a lot of it's even the spirituality of it uh. just connecting with yourself and really understanding how your body works well, well, a lot we, of we, actors also a lot of actors get into the character so I feel yeah. like you getting into the character making dedicating yourself to that character yeah but yeah I'm I'm but 40% of the show, I'm goosebumps. It's wow. it's something, yeah, it's it's almost an out-of-body experience. Feel it. Yeah, feel it. Uh -huh. yeah. But, you know, getting back to your needing to rest, we feel the same way when we do topless travel ship trips back-to-back. -back. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's orgy after orgy and partner <laughs> and sex after sex. We need a few days of downtime to let our parts rest up as well. <laughs> so Truth. While, <laughs> while we're on topless travel and the, the bliss cruise, 
you guys haven't been on a cruise before and they throw you into this highly charged sexual environment. <laughs> Let's, let me ask Melissa first. What did you feel? Well, first of all, when they told you where you were going, did you have to think twice and say, I'm not so sure about this? Well, they don't allow any of the wives on. Right. But since I do management, mm -hmm. um, that was one of the... That was one of the the requirements was that they let me on on the ship with them. So, so you're talking, and he says you're coming on a ship with three thousand naked people. <laughs> well, actually, um, we didn't know. I, we didn't know, and then uh, one of the band members looked up the cruise, and he's like, "Do you know what this cruise is?" Uh -huh. <laughs> and we're like, "Whoa, hmm, interesting." I, I'm pretty naive. I've always been very naive. Honestly, I've been really just growing up. I've been very naive. So I had no idea what to expect. So did you research anything before coming aboard? Did you Google uh, Swinger I just, or Lifestyle? Or? I just looked. I, I think um, I did a little Googling, but not really too much. And then uh, probably a week before gave us the brochure. Um, and it's funny because on a... On a other other cruises that we've been on, you get the whole itinerary right. of where you're stopping, what you're doing, excursions, this, that. This had nothing exactly. about that. I was like, where are we stopping? What's no, happening? And then the cares. crew was like, why aren't you telling us anything? You're supposed to be like guiding us. I'm like, because I can't get any info, but what's going on on the ship? That's funny. <laughs> if you listen to Malcolm um, before your show the other night, yeah. he was like, all right, so everybody, when we were in Curacao, took pictures yeah, of the harmony of the yeah. seas, which was next door to us, right. because they, they had to send pictures back home of which cruise ship they were on. Oh, yeah. hilarious. <laughs> they couldn't show this one, that's for sure. So, you, you've been walking around the pool, everybody's naked, you've heard about the playrooms, um, you hadn't heard about the lifestyle before, now you're on a lifestyle trip, have you guys had a chance to go to the playroom? No. Have we are we are dungeon? so old-fashioned, really? but I'll tell you this: we both came in with a very open mind, uh -huh. expecting that this is going to be a lot of fun, and it really has been. Everyone has been so open, obviously, yeah. but also just so full of positive, fun energy. And we've heard the stories of the, of the playroom. I'm not going to say you know uh, what's been happening behind the scenes, but we've heard there's some great stories. Uh -huh. <laughs> Holy moly! Oh uh -huh. yeah, yeah. Now this I want you to imagine. In November 2024, the Bliss Cruise is going to be on the Symphony of the Seas with 6,600 people, so wow. double the amount. Wow. Yeah. That's a big boat. If you guys are offered to come back, will you come back? I had the time of my life, uh -huh. um, and Melissa is my soulmate, so uh, I always go through my tour, my tour manager first. <laughs> what do you say, baby, if they ask this back? Are we coming back? I mean, yeah. I mean, it's... Just something different. I it mean, is. we we don't partake in it, but the the big word on the ship is um, no judgment, right? Yeah. Right. So yeah. I See, mean, we hear that something. from everybody. But yeah. you, you might not know, yeah. but half of the people on this don't swing. Cruise don't swing. Yeah. They're yeah. here really no. for the erotic environment. They just like being naked, or they like their open-minded friends because yep. we're cool. Yeah. Uh, and they don't swing. They don't share their. Partner, and if you were on the anything. ship for the whole week. Um, you'd know that um, Dr. Stephanie do couples workshops and Dr. Val Popple does um, Tantra and Reiki and squirting and prostate <laughs> workshops. So you can and learn. That you spectrum. Can and they're yeah. all sold out. You cannot get into them. No yeah. kidding. Yeah. Because 
even though you know everybody on this ship is really in a strong couple yep. and have a great sex life, yep. we all want to learn more and keep it spicy so our couple yep. stay together. Yeah, yeah, and you know, even Melissa and I, even though we've been married just you know a few months, uh, she few is months, few months. It's, it's almost been a year. Almost a year. Yeah, time flies. <laughs> it's just it's the back the opposite. In a few months, it'll be a year. Yeah, but we just uh, just like kind of you mentioned, it's so important to keep things fresh exciting we we try our best not to keep things consistent uh, so stale is what, what we try to av- avoid. avoid for sure um, yeah. boring and stale yeah, yeah but you don't see any of that here no <laughs> well i've um part of my so queen is my main thing aladdin of course is my other main thing but i do private events so there's a nudist resort in southern california and they hire me to perform there quite frequently so oh. perform nude uh, there have <laughs> been requests for me to do so, but no, <laughs> I'll just be the performer. But I got very used to seeing people being very free. Um, right. Yeah. And so. you can see how it, once you get used to it, maybe it could be yeah. shocking the first time. Even the first time you take your clothes off and other people, it is shocking. But then it just becomes a natural thing. Yeah. We call it the equalizer because you don't know if you're sitting next to a billionaire or, or a garbage man. Who cares? Wow. It yeah, doesn't they're all matter, one. right? Yeah. We all make it. So yeah. it really just yeah. doesn't matter. I love and, that. and Emo, you know, in the world as it's evolving now, 20% of the North American population identify as open-minded. Wow. That's a lot of people. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's 4% who identify as swingers, but more and more people are coming on trips like this, not to swing, but to explore their sexuality within their couple. And you can do it here because there's the kink and BDSM room where you do as a couple or single if you want. You don't have to invite someone else in. Yep. The playroom has single beds where you can go and have sex with your partner and listen to other people having sex. It's like being in live porn. I'm sure you guys watch some porn at home. But, you know, <laughs> Occasionally. Spices up your sex life. And here, and here you're listening to it live. And... You know, we always say the lifestyle isn't about the sex you have with people. It's the people you meet and then have sex with them. Yeah. And it's just, it's just incredible. And, and you guys, people have know you from the show you did. Yeah. And normally the performers don't bring their partners on board. And watching you guys walk around smiling, holding hands. <laughs> Super cute. You're in love. <laughs> yeah. We really are. Yeah. We really are. I mean, even even this morning when, when we woke up, <laughs> I was, you know, getting... Do my thing in the bathroom, but like as soon as I walked out, I was like, "This is the most beautiful girl I've ever seen." And here she is in bed. Uh, she has Phantom of the Opera pulled up as she's singing along oh, to show it to you. And I'm like, "This is the life that I've always wanted." Uh, Melissa, I heard you're a singer also. Do you do any professional work or just for fun? Just for fun. I'm not like him, but well, my uh, mother's side of the family is they're musicians. They live over in Italy. Yeah. So when I go there, I get on stage with them, and that was my that was my first. Well, my brother, as a child, told me, stop singing, you're horrible. So I thought I was horrible until, until actually he told me, you're not horrible. Oh, she's awesome. I mean... And is that one of the attractions that got you guys together was the love for music? Oh, yeah. yeah we love karaoke. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll do karaoke. I mean, in fact, I mentioned she's a financial planner. So she does a lot of videos, not just about being a fan a financial planner but she'll upload videos of her singing karaoke oh. but then she'll get clients that are like you know what I want someone who loves <laughs> singing as much as I do so it really has helped her in a well, lot of ways well what's inter- interesting since uh, the word free floats around in here also is that uh, when I did meet him I was very silent and quiet and was going through a divorce and nobody knew about it I was just pretending that my life was perfect and um, we had met in a business networking group and I would literally, I don't know how I would sometimes get up in the morning 
And one day he said, can you come in and listen to this song that I just wrote? He was going through a breakup. So he wrote a whole album about a breakup. And one of the songs is called Free. And it says, it's, it's my chance to prove I'll make it. I am free. But basically it's saying that only you have what's inside of you to make you happy. So mm-hmm. I would, at times when I couldn't get out of bed, put my headphones on, blast it, and listen to that song. And it got me out of bed. It got me out of a low place to a place where I could function for the three kids Yay. and f- in my life. And so there, I built that connection with him. And then then I was finally done, the, like done, and said I'm going to move on. And uh, he had a girlfriend at the time. And then soon that ended. And we actually started another business together. And here we are. But it was his music and... Uh, He's a really just nice. You would never know that someone with such talent and that, you know, you walk around and people are like, Freddie, yeah. yeah. you know, yeah. and he's just so humble and so appreciative of what he has. Well, so. it's, you know, 20 years of um, trying and trying. So, you know, this last year has been a dream and I'm, I feel like, you know, it could be taken away at any moment. So I'm very appreciative and uh, very, and very it, centered. And it shows in how you interact with people. We we hung around at the end of the show the other night, and I mean the amount of people that wanted to come up to you and talk to you was a lot. But we spend a lot of time around the ship, and there's three thousand people on the ship, and the I don't know how many thousand went to watch the show, and there wasn't enough room for everyone. Everybody was like, "Holy shit, that's the <laughs> best show we've yeah. ever seen." Yeah. Even the, the captain? captain? The captain oh, said that's it. that's great. Absolutely. Wow. And it's it's just, you know, sometimes you throw a bunch of shit at the wall yeah. and you hope one thing sticks. Yeah. I think you guys have it. Thank you. I really do. Thank you. So, last night was fantasy and fetish night <laughs> and you guys were walking around. What did you think of those costumes? <laughs> I, would you hire we, some of those guys for one of, for your band? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if it helps the show, I mean, Freddie was, you know, he yeah, was an extrovert, he, and he, and he was a pioneer uh-huh. in lifestyle. Uh-huh. I mean, he was one of the first, you know, people of his stature to really come out and be free yeah. and let everyone know about it. Yeah. So, so th- many of his songs talk about it. Yes, yes, and I think. Uh, I think he's a champion in that regard. So, yes, if it helps the show and brings it up, bring him on stage. <laughs> well, I loved all your costume changes that you did because they were spectacular. Tell us a little bit about how you've designed them, what you do, and how fast you can get How about a quick story about the, one of the quick changes? Yeah, so um, there were five changes, or I wore five costumes, so there were four changes in total. All of them are pretty much replicas of what Freddie wore right. live. Um, there, there's the there's the very iconic Harlequin costume, which was the first one. Right. Uh, it's a unitard, and then there are the very short white shorts, uh, <laughs> yeah. and then switching over to the black leather pants. Then the candy cane uh, yeah. shorts with the, um, with uh, the suspenders. With the suspenders, I love those. So that cue, uh, it was we are the champions. Now towards the end of we are the champions is that last you know of the world, right? And yeah. so I gave it to Teddy, who's the drummer, to sing that part because I needed time to run downstairs right. to the bottom of the stage so they can pull me up on the platform right. and raise me for the next song. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I told Freddie, Freddie, I need you. I mean, Ted, yeah. I told Teddy, I need you to play the last note extremely 
really long because I need those few seconds because uh-huh. I got to get out of my candy cane shorts uh-huh. and put on my last costume, which was my shiny, glittery unitard. Right. Yeah. So I'm running down the stairs and I'm taking off my shorts. And by the way, um, I, I wear this white G-string just so that, you know, just underneath. Just yeah. Well, because underneath, because... Otherwise, you'd see my boxer shorts like under right. them. It just doesn't no. look right. So here I am now, com- pretty much naked. Uh, and then they ended the song. And to my horror, they started the next song. And I'm already supposed to be going up the platform at this point. And I don't have anything on. <laughs> so, so I'm putting one leg in, putting the other leg in. And I still have my red wristbands from I the last you, costume. I saw you taking them off. <laughs> so then the, the piano intro ends. And it's my cue to start singing. And the microphone is still on the ground. So I grab the microphone with only my two legs in the unitard. And I'm singing. <laughs> Singing, love of my life with now trying to fit one arm in and then switching over fitting the other arm in and now I'm like feel like I'm in like some sort of like sausage um, costume yes exactly and I'm trying to fit it all in and all of a sudden now I start creeping up the platform and they see me and and then you removed your I realized yes I realized I'm like I got it on thank god and I realized I had these wristbands on and that's when I started throwing out the wristbands it was funny the girls were happy to get them they collected them I'm sure so I was telling Joe and Shelly who are the owners of Topless Travel that we're here with 35 hostesses and, and host couples yeah. that we should have had all the girls with their topless travel shirts at the front and bottom of the stage. Yeah. And as you started singing, they would all take off their tops and <laughs> see the groupies there dancing. <laughs> Flashing, yeah. But someone in the group ixnated, and I won't say who, oh, but no. we're going to do it next time. Next time. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't Joe, let's just say that. <laughs> So now, are these costumes expensive? You have to travel with them all. Are they handmade or how does A lot of them are handmade. Uh, A lot of them are flown in from China, Um, some through Etsy, some even through Amazon, eBay. So I scour the internet um, trying to find as close to the real thing as possible. And when I can't find them, I have our seamstress design them from the bottom up. Now, I don't really remember. Is Freddie about your same size? Is he taller? Yeah, so he's 5'10". I'm 5'10 and three quarters. Uh, His weight, very similar to mine. He had much... thinner quads than I do so so I'm about I would say 10 15 pounds heavier okay. than he was but, but his prime. the way you move your shoulders and everything gets so when we, we watch the movie yeah. right and you're, you 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 would swear that you were like his brother his twin wow yeah. well thank you it, yeah. t- it takes a lot of studying I even looked at his eye movement how he would look to his crowd he did this thing where he would always like kind of cheat to the left or cheat to the right most was cheating to the left and then he'd look over to the ones on the right so that was that's one of my favorite things about him is how he looked at his audience and I think it was you know, thanks to these close-up videos, uh, I was able to capture that. Cool. Now, um, being on the Bliss Cruise, <laughs> you're a beautiful couple. Has anybody come up to you and said hi and <laughs> what are you doing later? They do. Um, they do, but then they they always ask, are you guys part of this or are you just, you know, the enter- entertainers? Right. So... And- and uh, we do have, uh, I don't know if they're strict instructions, but we do have instructions to, uh, I would probably say, arm's length. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So we do respect everyone's distance. Um, but everyone who, when they find out that we are just, you know, a traditional 
couple or old fashioned. I don't know how to name us, but good looking. <laughs> <laughs> that too. But they are so okay with it. You know, I always worry that people say, "Oh, so you're not part of us then?" But it's like, no, that's not the case. But there's no, no there's no us here. No, it's there like isn't. everyone's part of each yeah, other. It's so cool, and it's it's very cool to be who you are. Yeah. And like we said, fifty percent of the people don't play. Yeah. But it doesn't mean they don't talk to people. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. sit and they have dinner and they go for yeah. drinks and they have a great time. Yeah. And everybody makes new friends. Every time we go on a trip, our goal is to make one new friend. Well, you guys have been like I got to say when I when I met you just a couple of days ago, you really stood out. Um you have a certain energy about you guys. That's why we were so excited to do this interview because I think when you have a show, you have to have a certain type of engaging energy because it's audio. I mean, yeah. you can't really see it, but I don't know if your audience knows what you guys look like, but it matches the energy. Thank so, you. yeah, thank, thank you, we you very much. Well. We, we we always find it weird when people come on these trips and say we listen to your podcast because we have a million listeners. But, but we don't feel like celebrities or anything, so right. we blush when it says, I love your podcast. How cool. <laughs> and we've had people come up to us and say, you know, that guest you had on your show changed our marriage, made our couple stronger, wow. and it makes all the work worthwhile. Yeah. So how did you get into this? Oh, this is our sixth year, actually. We've been doing this for six years now. We, we do our podcast to promote our blanket. We sell a waterproof sex blanket, which is how we make a living. We sell it on Amazon. So Very smart. I know a lot of people... A lot of people try to do a podcast, but unsuccessfully. So that's congratulations Thank on you. the success. But our podcast is so successful because of the guests we have on our show. We really we like to be educators. We want it to be educational for everybody. There's always something to learn about your relationship, about yourself. And so we bring it out of our, our guests who we interview. And like I was saying I earlier, that. Dr. Valerie Popple, who's on the ship, and Dr. Stephanie, um, they are guests on our show regularly. And they talk about things that people don't talk about within their couple and hopefully we open up that dialogue so they have those discussions so their marriages don't get boring and stale and they have a great sex life and a great relationship and keep pushing those boundaries and staying a strong couple yeah and even with your busy schedules in this type of business that you're in you guys yeah. have to make can carve out time for each other you know that right yeah and especially when you've got a family to look after you're on the road all the time um, yeah you have yeah. to make sure you get all that done yeah I think uh being that he got married at, at, at an older age for the first time and then me going through what I went through really like for me at least it's like the second time never again will I ever let it get to that place because it's very easy to get to that place and then it's you can't turn around from there for the majority you know exactly. um, so so since since we just met yeah we're gonna tell you our story great Please. okay so we've been uh, divorced for 17 years with uh, each other or separately? No, no. Yeah, we, let me, let sorry, me keep going. Okay. Let me keep going. <laughs> we got dumped on exactly the same day. Wow. And Carol's ex-husband is married to my ex-wife. What? Wow. Yeah. Oh, my wow. God. We are they six, together? They are together. Yes. Wow. 17 well, years later. So cool. we have six kids, three each, and their stepkids twice. And so do you get along now? We, like, we, we've always got along. Ultimately, okay. the fathers moved homes. The men moved homes. And so the, the mom stayed with the family home. Oh, homes. my gosh. Wow. Yeah. That is and we're neighbors yeah. and friends. We and live three streets apart. Yeah. Wow. And, uh, we've, we've done a whole show on our story of how we got into the lifestyle. But we became fuck friends. And two years later, we got into the lifestyle. We found our tribe. And we've never looked back. Wow. They should do a TV show. <laughs> no, they shouldn't. <laughs> it's not that exciting. <laughs> um, so... Um, um, we're going to do a quick commercial. So just hang on for a second. This is a, a good 
place to stop for a second. We need to remind everybody that this is the Topless Travel Podcast. We are Carol and David. We'll be back with the Kings of Queen to find out the sexiest thing that they've witnessed on board the Bliss Cruise. But right now, let's tell everybody about Topless Travel and the amazing trips that we have planned for next year. Absolutely. And yes, of course, if you're looking for the sexiest and most erotic vacation experiences ever, then you simply must book with Topless Travel. From Hedonism 2 in Jamaica, Desire in Cancun, and of course, all the Bliss Cruise adventures, Topless Travel needs to be your number one choice. Yeah, and their trips are all about pushing boundaries, exploring your naughty side, and meeting and partying with tons of sexy, fun people. And let's just shout out to all the exclusive sexy host couples, including Party Mark, who are there to ensure that you're having one hell of a sexy vacation. Absolutely, and you'll find us on many of the amazing Topless Travel trips, but listen up, we're going to be back Back at Hedonism 2 for their Sexy Silver event from October 21st to 28th, 2023. It's going to be a pre-Halloween week-long bash, and we'd love for you to join us while we're there. And new for 2024, Topless Travel is putting together not one, but two bucket list trips from which we're going to be broadcasting. The first one will be exploring the ancient pyramids of Egypt, followed by a seven-day riverboat cruise down the Nile to Jordan from March 2nd, 13th, 2024. On the second bucket list trip, we'll be heading to Kenya for an African safari to witness the Great Migration, glamping in the wild savanna from September 2nd to 11, 2024. Space is very limited on both of these trips. I think they're already about 70% sold out. So, if you don't want to miss any of these amazing adventures with other sexy, open-minded friends, then go and book your spot today. Do it before it's too late. For more information about these trips or any of the topless travel events, you can go to our website, thesexylifestyle.com, and click the Topless Travel Events link to book the sexiest and most erotic vacation ever. Absolutely. Just go do it, like I said earlier. Alrighty, this is the Topless Travel Show. We are Carol and David. You all know that already. We've been talking with Emo, um, who is the lead singer from the nation's top queen tribute band. And um, I guess we're down to the last question, final question. And of course, I'm hoping you guys are telling us that you've had a lot of fun and had a chance to wander the ship. And so you probably have seen a few things that maybe you haven't seen anywhere else. Sexy. Can you share something sexy or exciting that you saw that maybe you shared with each other? Did you see that? Did you see that? Did you see that? Can you share something that you might have seen? Well, I mean, the first thing is probably not a big deal to anybody here. But for me, walking down the ship and seeing the signs on the doors and, you know, the the dress up of the doors, just simply that was like, again, remember. Explain to our audience what you saw. Okay, so... The doors were different, but there's pictures of couples, for example, or there's like, there's a couple signs of um, the best stick around. But, <laughs> yeah, and so we're like, they're one. right next door to each other. So are they going to duke this one out? <laughs> like, really? Yeah. Blow up dolls boards. hanging on the side. Yes, the message boards. Um, probably, I mean, again, we are like, uh, never been on anything like this. So when we were walking here today, uh, for the first time, we actually saw a couple knocking on someone else's door, and then we heard them say, "The uh, your 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 dates have arrived," <laughs> and, then, and then they go in. So that yeah. I mean, yeah. it's probably quite normal, but but again, we've never seen anything. So that was just uh, very emo, cool. Emo, you? 
so when we first got here, we had to have our meet and greet. So, you know, we're sitting and I'm thinking, you know, because it's, I'm, I'm thinking, okay, Charles is going to show up. He's going to have a suit. You know, he's going to be all prim and proper. And then in walks this beautiful gentleman with this neon green shirt, really short blue shorts. And I'm thinking, this is very cool looking guy he comes up he says hello so like, yes this is gonna be a European. blast he, he looked like a like you're and he was he's italian yes he is. so he, he and he he really because that we were barely on the boat so so um before we end the show i'm gonna challenge you guys to something so you we've been talking about the different nights last night was fetish we had a black and white night we've had it was probably glow night glow night so every every trip that we do there's different theme nights tonight is one of our favorites because it's called the abc night which is anything but clothes <laughs> so you will i want you guys to enjoy costumes. this evening yeah. we know someone's coming dressed with money someone's wow. coming dressed in polaroid in polaroid photos, photos. <laughs> and um Wait There's a you lot see. of imagination goes into this evening's theme. And wait till you <laughs> see what Carol's wearing. That's all <laughs> nice. I'm say. Joe's sitting here next to us. Joe, you've never seen Carol look like this before. <laughs> Where is this going to be? At the pool? Well, uh, we'll wear it for dinner and then wear it all around the ship. And oh. then there's a, po- there's a party afterwards. And it's the last nice. night and the playrooms close a little early. So everybody gets going quickly tonight. <laughs> and hopefully they all get off on time tomorrow morning. Yeah, oh. exactly. So guys. Um, thank you so much for being here. Why don't you take a minute and tell everybody where they can find you, listen to your music, and, and book you. We love that. Um, so I just want to thank you guys for having us. It's been a dream. And the interview, the questions, <laughs> amazing. Uh, as far as the Kings of Queen, we do have a great website where people can check everything out, thekingsofqueen.com. We've got a Facebook page, which is linked to our Facebook group called The Fans of the Kings of Queen. And there are some great videos and photos that people can upload and watch but our main hub is the website so it's thekingsofqueen.com we've got a tour schedule spanning straight through March uh, even going into the end of the year so if you're looking for a queen band um, this could be a good wow hell yeah thank you so so much that was great alrighty that's it another the end of another great show Uh, Emo Melissa thank you so much for being here today thank you guys thank you yeah we've had a blast Alrighty. Well, we hope you enjoyed that awesome interview with the King of Queens. You know we're Carol and David. This is the Topless Travel Show. And now uh, here's the interview we did with Savannah Jack. We hope you love it as much as we did. They are a crazy bunch of guys. All right. We are Carol and David, and we are broadcasting live from the R-Bar here on the Bliss Cruise. We are having a great time, and we just happened to run into some of the entertainment people who put on an amazing show last night. We have Savannah Jack here, five members of the uh, group that played last night, and we were at their show. Amazing energy. We loved it so much. Thank, thank, you. thank you guys thank you. for thank such you. great energy. Uh, they're from Nashville, uh, originally a country artist, but I think you guys do everything. We heard pop. We heard rock. We heard every piece of the whole gamut of music in this industry, and boy, oh, boy, you guys are amazing entertainers. Thanks very much for taking time out of your day to come here and talk with us. We are going to have a really fun show because you know what we talk about, right? That's right. <laughs> Sex, baby. That's right. Well, I put on uh, our Facebook page today how wonderful this crowd was. That's right. And how wonderful my bandmates, I thought, played. I I gave them a special shout-out because I thought individually and as a unit, uh, they really were on top of their game last night. And I think the crowd might have inspired you. I was just singing. I played piano but not in the show. So I'm just singing. These guys were doing all the instrumentation 
and um, probably have to ask them. I think you guys um, were inspired by that amazing crowd. Yeah, absolutely. That's going nuts. But, Don, while you were singing, how did it feel singing to that lady's tits? Um, You know what? Uh, I found out they were real. (laughs) Okay. Those those breasts were real. You can tell that by mouth. But you definitely changed the words. I I mean, that was was very nice. That was like the best thing. Yeah. How did you know um, they were real? I could tell those titties were real. <laughs> no. So look at Carol's um, titties. Are they real? Those are real. They're really nice. Oh, there you go. That's the best compliment. Thank you. Thank you very much. So um, just, oh, we got drinks coming in here. We have another band member come in. Um, without him, yes. your show would be missing some energy, right? Right. He's the drum I, guy. I was just complimenting the band. Uh, on the performance, as I, say in, as I post on Facebook, but those breasts are glorious. Would you like to see them? I would like to see them. Ah, uh, fantastic! God bless America. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Canada! Sorry to everyone that can't see those. That's, that's, <laughs> they can see them. They, they can't just have to go to our website. Exactly. So, you guys put on a show last night. Um, the crowd obviously was totally into it. Um, you changed up some of the words to some of the songs to get a little naughtier. Um, uh, which song did you sing about 17? Um, I don't think there was any illegal sex uh, songs in there, but there was no. The, um, <laughs> I think during You Lost That Loving Feeling and um, and um, You Lost That Loving Feeling and My Girl, I, um, I think it's where I changed the words. I don't even remember what I said. I was kind of caught up in the moment. <laughs> it was a glorious you moment. Well, it certainly worked out because you, you made everybody laugh, and it was very nice. Very sweet and very nice, and I, I, it was just going with the flow, so it was, sounded great. Well, we're kind of known for that. I mean, every show we do is different than the one before it. That's what makes it fun for us. We have about 175 shows a year all over the world, but every show is different. It's never the same show twice. If, if the set list is the same, which that is very rare, these guys will play something different that they haven't played before. Tony will do something with guitar. They'll but, but, and you live for those moments when, like, you're a band on stage and you're playing, and like Tony will play something we've never heard him do before. That's really cool, and we'll we'll give that little wink to each other, like, yeah, that was <laughs> yeah, awesome. Right. And th- you have that's, to keep it that's fresh. what musicians yeah. live for. I I do. I love yeah. moments like that. Now you come from a pretty famous family, correct? Yeah, my cousins are the Gatlin brothers. Which, if you follow country music, um. They're washed up. No, no kidding. No, they're kidding. <laughs> no, totally kidding. Um, no, if you follow country music, they've uh, Larry's one of the finest singer-songwriters um, of all time. In fact, he's just put in the Songwriting Hall of Fame just a month ago. Now, yeah. you also write with Blake, right? Yes. Um, I started writing songs when I came to town because of, of all my heroes in music have been singer-songwriters. They've been my favorites. Um even Kenny Rogers, who's a big influence on me vocally, has written some great songs as a writer, too. So those are my favorites. So now we've spoken a lot about you, and you speak a lot about you, and I'm going to call you out on a couple of things that I saw you doing on the ship earlier in the week. But you have some absolute superstars in your band. Yes. The I have to fire two of them next week, but, <laughs> but still. They know who they They're are. going to travel with us and go to Hedonism and Woo! all the other cruises that we go Let's, on to. Hey, call us. But let's talk about the world's best fiddler. Was I right or was I right? You were right. Did I call it? Should we let him talk? <laughs> yes. Introduce him. This is Jay Smith right there. <laughs> Jay, yes. where did you learn to play like that? I mean, it's incredible. 
The only time my hand goes that fast is when I'm masturbating. <laughs> I just grew up playing and started taking lessons when I was seven and, and just played in different bands and just grew up taking lessons and yeah. So when you were playing last night, there were some pretty revealing outfits in the audience. Did you were you like motivated by playing to the women when you saw their tits coming out? There was some pussy showing. Like how how do you stay focused? It was pretty distracting, but <laughs> it was a fun crowd to play for. I loved it. Everybody was really into it and it was it was a lot of fun. And last night the theme was kings and queens, so we had princesses and we had some people games of Game of Thrones outfits and costumes. People really, really get into it. Tonight is glow night and you guys got to go up to the pool deck because it is incredible. Yeah, I heard it's going to be good. What yeah. people do. Now let's talk about Steve Perry who's in your group. Steve Perry? Yes, yeah, Steve Perry. <laughs> this, this guy over this here guy is right here. Unbelievable. That's Tony Hawn. of a nose as him. But not, Tony, not I got to tell voice. you, when you were playing, Carol told me her pussy was dripping. Fantastic. You turned her on. That's the goal of every musician. Absolutely. <laughs> no, it was really, really awesome. I'm a, I'm a rock star myself. Thank you. Not really into yeah, right. too much country, but I am a rock star myself. I jumped up for every one of your songs. Right, well, thank you very you much. you got a fan yeah. here. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so I want to know, what if, what is your freakiest thing you've seen since you've been on the cruise? Uh, okay, I would say on day one, uh, we went down to the piano bar, which is on the ship, and we've done, I personally have done about 75 ships, uh, and we always go down to the piano bar and listen to the entertainment because they're usually fantastic. Uh, and on this particular night, this, this beautiful woman found herself strung across the top of the piano and just decided to uh, open her legs to the, uh, to the entertainer, and I thought he was just going to go in for maybe like a simple kiss. But no, he went in for about a good 30 seconds. Okay, are we talking about and, uh, uh, she opened her legs with panties on or no panties No, no, on? no panties. Oh, I don't oh think there's God. any no panties. panties on this ship. <laughs> uh, there's, uh, yeah, and that's, she, that's she decided to... to understand. Yeah, right. The visual yeah. here. <laughs> it's very, uh, as we speak, there's, there's someone getting spanked right now uh, behind me with, uh, with tassels. So. so that's Goddess <laughs> Phoenix, who's going to be on our next show. And she's just been flogging people as they come by. And, uh, you know, it's not my thing. But it's still uh, intimidating. You can, you can see she flogs other people, and I feel the pain. Let's talk a little bit more uh, to Phil, who's the drummer. Phil Potter, drummer. Right. Good evening. So, Phil, uh, how long have you been with Savannah Jack? Uh, 18 months to the month. And what is the craziest thing you've seen Don do? So the craziest thing that we've You've done? You've seen Don do. Oh, I've seen Don do. I think we, uh, well, it's, that's, that depends on you. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. No, uh, I think at last uh, we did, uh, we closed our show out with uh, Prince tune, and Don came out pretty much shirtless, and I think he had a water bottle stuck somewhere. Is that correct, Don? Oh, the um, Prince? Yes. Well, I do a little bit where I, take, I come back on the encore, uh, the band's still vamping on Purple Rain, and I come back with half my clothes off and water bottles stuffed in my pants to make my thing look really, really big. Like the old days. Your cock. You're allowed to say a great big giant <laughs> cock if you want to. I call it Peter Pan. Oh, <laughs> man. No, that, that is, quite frankly, the uh, craziest thing I think I've seen Don do on stage. So on this trip... Um, you guys found out two weeks before you were coming here that this was a trip all about people who like coming. That's right. Yeah. Wow. What did you guys talk about? Did somebody say, hey, well, I'm actually, out? Our, we were our traveling to our gig. First. Yeah, yeah I, I looked it up. I was just curious where the cruise went. I saw a Bliss cruise. Like, I don't know what this is about. Let's, let's see where, the, where that itinerary is. And then 
all this stuff popped up and uh, you know nudist crews swingers crews all this. Tits everywhere. Yeah. did you yeah. even know what a swinger was before you read that i did yeah. Oh, yeah, we're musicians. Yeah. What do you, you think a swinger is? <laughs> he thought it was John Anderson's old hit song. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was, you know, couples who like to play with other people. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, cool. And have you had a chance to walk through the playroom? I did last night. Uh-huh. I, we, we did yeah. a little bit of walking around through it. It is what did fascinating. There's a lot going on. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a lot of freedom, yeah, I'll say exactly. that. Exactly. You, you guys are musicians. You guys are, according to Carol, very good looking. <laughs> according to me, you're just guys. Have you had the opportunity to say yes or no to some of the couples on the trip? You know, I've, I've, me and myself, I've been kind of laying low a little bit, but uh, there's still time on the cruise. There is. So there's, exactly. you know. There is. And our manager and agent said to say no to that. <laughs> but, you know, we have... Reminder, there are contracts in place. <laughs> but you can play with the other help on the ship, which is like us, right? You can't play with the crew, but you can play with the other entertainment. We've been podcasting. I think so we could play with the captain if we wanted to. Y- you could. You could. And Carol's loves... I don't loves, think anybody's going to stop us. Carol loves cock. So, you know, five guys and Carol, you guys would have a great time. It won't be a first time either. It won't. It won't. Don, let's talk about the next musician on your group, which is uh, your bass player. Did I get that right? Yes. David, how long have you been with the group? A few months, actually. Uh, Was it August? So yeah, I think two months you've been in. About, about two months, yeah. And you're from a cold place as well, right? Yes, the cold Midwest. Well, warm Midwest, depending on the season. I'm from Iowa. But so. are you in Nashville now? Yes. Been based out of Nashville for almost three years. And what's the difference between living on, on a farm and <laughs> being in Nashville? I, ironically, I never lived on a farm. So uh, That's I just my perception out. of Iowa. Well, you know, we a lot of corn. sleep <laughs> with our pigs and, you know. <laughs> Only the good looking ones. Though. Yeah, right. So what have you thought about the Bliss Cruise? Uh, it's been fantastic. I, I think it's actually, you know, you hear about swinging, uh, but you don't understand the culture. And I think it's a lot deeper and a lot more complex than what people might perceive. And uh, I think that's been the most fascinating aspect of it because I'm a people watcher. And uh, I think just seeing everybody in different environments, I think the, the most striking thing is, is just the freedom. You could see that yes. everybody, yeah. you know, there's a lot of stories on the ship, and I think for people to finally have an opportunity to be themselves, and it doesn't matter what they're into. And and you know, we always say, and we talk, we always talk to the crew on these ships, and we say, like, did you guys have the option to work or not? And they say yes. And did you ever say no? And they went, hell no. We love these cruises because everybody's happy. We would love to come back and do another one. Absolutely. Honestly, the the positive Not, energy is pretty overwhelming on here. To honestly. be around people who are, are don't have hangups and and uh, are uptight, aren't uptight, are just having fun and, and and loving other people and and loving each other. Uh, and 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 I wasn't surprised at all. The crowd was so incredible at our show. Yeah, true, because that's I mean that's. That's the way y'all are the whole time. Now I'm gonna. I'll I'll take it any day of the week. I'm gonna tell you guys something about the 4,000 people on this ship. Is 50% of them don't play. That's what I I found out too. Yeah, Uh, we met a bunch of people that just come here for the parties and the dancing, the erotic, the erotic experience. Yeah. Yeah. And and if you do play or if you do come on a trip like this, it's really about strengthening your couple. Right. So you can't be in the lifestyle. You can't be a swinger unless you have a super strong couple. You're in love and you're ha- you're great at communicating, which is speaking and listening. 
And if there's anybody on this ship who doesn't do that well, they will not have a good time. Right. Because people need to be with people who are happy, who there's no drama. If you're, if you're, if you're having trouble in your marriage, in your relationship, and you think coming on a cruise like this t- is going to fix it, you are going to crash and burn. Well, I got news for you. That's with any cruise. It is. That's with any couple yeah, that comes true. on any kind of cruise. If you think getting in, in a small quarters or a tiny little cabin is going to make things better in a bad <laughs> yeah. relationship, boy, you have really miscalculated that. So before I come back to some of the stuff I've seen Don do on the ship, I want to talk to you guys about the differences of the people on the different cruises that you do. So there's obviously a swinger cruise. You guys have probably done an old person cruise, uh, um, a... a Younger person cruise. We've done every kind you can think of. We're the perfect band that with kids. About this. What yeah. are the the nuances, the differences between all the different cruises? And you don't have to go through them all. Just two or three. Well, I think certainly with this one, you have a level of freedom that the other ones don't afford you, and uh, you could just look around. You know, within seconds and feel that as well. I mean, I saw last night when you were signing autographs and selling your CDs, a couple of girls were grabbing a couple of your asses. And I'm sure that doesn't happen on other cruises, right? If, if it does, does it's not it? as open. Yeah, it's, it's kind of, uh, you know, behind the corner or whatever. But out here, it's really... It, like like David said, it's mostly freedom. I mean, we'll do most of the cruises we do have families and, and children running around and, and you know, or or... You know stuff like that, so it's it's a little bit different, um, but cool. it's all good. This one I would say is the most fun just because of the energy, not only what's going on behind you know all the doors. But isn't it also but. nice seeing all those beautiful titties? That's fantastic. That's why we play music. <laughs> you walk around <laughs> the what deck. What you guys are doing? But <laughs> you walk around the deck and you see the freedom and all the women, all the guys. I mean. All ages, too. All ages. All shapes and sizes. I I want to know if any of you guys went naked on the deck at all. I have not. Phil? No. Don, did you? I wanted to add. Did you go naked? Commenting about the lifestyle, and lifestyle aside, this is the most positive energy I've experienced on any of the cruises we've had. And I've been with the group, like I said, 18 months. We do one to two cruises a month. The moment we got on the ship, just the kindest people I've ever met in my life. Wow, nice. Very nice. And how cool is it? Because all the guys out there are saying, I'd love to be on a naked cruise like this, but when I take my pants down, I'm going to have an erection. And you walk around the deck, and no guys are walking around with erections, right? Because there's 2,000 other guys who are naked as well, and everybody is just themselves. Yeah. It's 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 like the first nude beach I ever went to. I thought it would be a, um, like, oh, what if I get an erection the whole time to think I'm creepy or something? And I am creepy, but still, I didn't want them to think that. <laughs> I saw that the other day. Um, but it was like everyone's naked. Everyone just you end up like you, you just kind of blend in. It's it's Absolutely. okay. It's fine. Absolutely. And one of the things we have to mention on all our shows, especially to we'll call it newbies like you guys, is in the lifestyle we have three rules. The first rule is ask first. The second rule is no means no. And the third rule is if you don't get an enthusiastic yes, it means no. Uh, you're right. Now yeah. go play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. How long have you all been doing this? We've been swingers for 12 years. Uh, we Our favorite are foursomes and moresomes, so we love being in a big orgy pile in the middle and having people watch us do whatever we do. Carol's claim to fame is she's the queen bee. She likes being at the bottom of the pile. And why do you like that, babe? Because I am just selfish. I just love it all. <laughs> 
You be selfish, girl. You wanted all the love. That's understandable. Exactly. Of course, I like to work, too, but, you know, I do like getting it. She is so lovely. She does. You know, for years, I've been trying to get Carol to put on a strap-on and do another woman. But, um, babe, why don't you like strap-ons? It's a whole lot of fucking work. You guys work hard. <laughs> you got to have your abs yeah, in shape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a great core workout. <laughs> it is. Not that you need it. You're gorgeous, but yeah. <laughs> so, Don. So, how, well, one, one more question to you, if you don't mind. So, how did you, like, when y'all first met, did you know, I mean, did you know going into the first time you met that you both were sw- swingers? So, I'm going to tell you a story. Okay. Perfect. All right. So, Carol and I are in our second marriage. Okay. Carol's ex-husband is married to my ex-wife. Goodness. What are you, Shania Twain? <laughs> we did it first. We did it first. What's <laughs> happening here? Hey, and, but oh, we, I wish I could tell you something about that. I know like, but we weren't. Yeah, manager, agent, no. We weren't swingers when we got divorced. We became swingers two years later. And um, we really found that our niche, our people, our village was within this community of people who were open-minded and were always happy and didn't complain about the stupid things in this world. And I'm sure you've seen it on this cruise. Sure. And if you ask anybody what's the best thing that they've experienced on this cruise, and there's a playroom that has 600 people, there's naked everything all over the ship, and they will say, it's the people. Yeah, It's absolutely. the people that they meet. Without a doubt, yeah. So, Mr. Don. Yes, sir. The other day, you didn't see us, but we saw you. Please. You were Manager, up. Manager, agent. <laughs> <laughs> you were up. You were up on the top deck where okay. there's the outdoor playroom. Okay. And you were singing. Yes. You were this singing. It's not out of the normal for you. No, I, I, I thought you were promoting your show. No. But you were just sitting there socializing with people. And you're obviously a very gregarious person. Um, it was obvious in your show. I don't know how you can ja- dance and jump and sing and do all that stuff. I'd be flat on the ground. I mean, you're in amazing shape. But you were sitting there right next to the outdoor playroom. Okay. Tell me what you saw and what it made you think about that you saw these people naked fucking outdoors on a ship that normally has people playing mini golf. True. <laughs> in fact, there was a couple playing mini golf. <laughs> naked. They were naked playing mini golf. Yes. Um, I've been in sh- uh, show business since I was 12 years old. So every time I say I've seen it all, uh, something else happens where I realize I haven't seen it all. And this week is a good example of that. But again, I've been in since I was 12 years old. And, um, and, and, and being at the level that I've been fortunate to be at, it, uh, and I've had my down moments too, um, I, nothing supr- like shocks me. It really doesn't. But I mean, it, it was it was actually wonderful, and I love meeting people, even with their clothes are off. It's fantastic. <laughs> I love meeting people, and um, everyone was so nice and wonderful. I'm also um, PT Barnum too. I'm always promoting our show. You were. I'm in you constant were. promotional mode. Um, and w- but when I go home, when I'm when home with, with my family, I. I, I've said like three words to my neighbors in 18 years. <laughs> I, I shut it down completely and just all about my family when I'm home. Uh, but when I'm out, I'm PT Barnum till, till we're done. I just got to ask you, though. Normally, when you are promoting your show, are ladies orgasming in the background? Is that a normal no. thing for you? <laughs> no. But that did happen it, that day. You know, I thought it was a little weird on my part <laughs> right, to pick over right. and go, hey, listen, don't forget. <laughs> y'all having a great time now? Wait to see our show. Yeah, right. <laughs> 930. 
Sunday night. Thought that was but, a little weird. But Don is not joking. He was sitting there talking to some of the great staff from the Bliss Cruise. Let's shout out to everybody on the ship for the Bliss Cruise staff. All the volunteers did a great job. But Don's sitting there chatting with people. I'm, sit- I'm trying to have a nap, but I'm listening. I'm always the person who listens. And there was nobody to talk to. But a couple of people had finished fucking and they're coming out and they're putting their clothes on and they're drinking their water and Don goes into his PT Barnum hey my show is this and this and they're like we're still in the afterglow can you just like chill yes. a little bit they haven't oh, even yeah. finished their cigarette yet <laughs> I, went, I, mean, oh. well, I did make up for it I went and got a towel and I did clean off their area you did you did a great job because all the beds are sanitized after you're playing out there but I always joke that the um, uh, the condoms and the lube that's provided for the outdoor playroom they should also provide sunscreen because it was hot and sunny <laughs> There, wasn't it? You know what? Those I think it's a good idea. Though the music, though, laid a little romantic background they don't normally get. Right. Because you couldn't hear the tunes very good from you have the DJ. Yeah. So I'm playing a little acapella soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Little Marvin Gaye. I went with the I went with the classics. Absolutely. So guys, before before we have Don sing to Carol. Why don't you tell everyone where they can find you, where you're going to be, your website, social media. Uh, our, our website covers everything. It's uh, savannahjackband.com. Uh, it has all our tour dates for uh, the rest of this year and uh, uh, the upcoming year. Um, we also have Instagram. We have Facebook. Uh, we can be found on Spotify, iTunes, um, all over hours the Hours and hours basically. of YouTube videos of That's us right. like playing all over the world. Uh, our regular Savannah Jack concert to cruise ships to uh, we do all kind of different show but it's all on YouTube so if you was, what, right. if you miss us and want to hear us zip yeah. on YouTube and we're going to put you guys up on our website thesexylifestyle.com as well you guys Fantastic. are celebrity you. guests up there now babe you love Tom Jones and last night I wanted you to go up to the stage and ask Don to sing because, you know, they did that uh, shout out a song and they sang it. What's your favorite Tom Jones song? Any Tom Jones song. She's a lady. Whoa, whoa, whoa. She's a lady. I'm talking about my little lady. And the lady is mine. (laughs) Woo! Tom Jones for her. I'll get a towel. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, thank you so much for taking your time out of your busy day. You're a beautiful couple. You really are. Thank you so much. We are Carol and David. So if you missed any of this information, of course, you can always go to our website, thesexylifestyle.com, where every one of our guests has their own guest page with all of their information. And you can even contact them through there if you have any questions about their work. Absolutely. And like we did this week, we're learning more and more every week with all our great guests. We hope you do too. If you have any questions at all, you can always send us an email at ask at carolandavid.com. And like we do every week, we want to thank all our amazing listeners for being here week in and week out. And don't forget to join us again next time for another hour of The Sexy Lifestyle, talking about sex, sexuality, sexual health and pleasure, and all the fun ways to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny. Well, that's it for our show today. Carol and I send you lots of love and great sex. Please stay safe. And of course, stay sexy, everyone. Until next time. Thanks for joining us for this week's edition of the Topless Travel Show. We sure hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. We've got another episode of the Sexy Lifestyle Podcast lined up for you for next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Network. The weekend is just around the corner, so try something new. Spice it up, but you just might have the best sex ever. 